The Kieran Paul Show. So, Mike, right. Now, just to, I just want to sum you up in three words. Actor, comedian, musician. You're, you're in a band as well. You must be the coolest dad. Well, not in Kent, maybe, but on Earth. I'd like to think so, but I think many times they're quite embarrassed by, by the things I do. As, you know, as children are, aren't they? You know? but, and they go to your gigs, don't they? Uh, they do, yeah. So they, they, they can't think it's that bad, can they? They, they do still come along. <laughs> Um, and you're off to do the Vegan Comedy Festival in Brighton. I will be doing that in March, yeah. Um, I'll be hosting the, the Comedy comedy Festival. Um, we've got lots of great acts on, uh, top acts. Yeah, fantastic, yeah. And right, now, forgive me for my ignorance and my naivety, but I like to think there's a test that you have to do to prove that you're a vegan to do the Vegan Comedy Festival. What? How do they know... <laughs> That you are a vegan. They spy on you for about six months before you do it. They, they set up cameras outside your house. Go through the rubbish. <laughs> no, I think I think you'd uh, you'd have to be honest enough. Um, you know, it's a bit like a, a Muslim doing a, a, a national front sort of uh, yeah. festival. You you just you, you wouldn't feel comfortable. I don't think. Yeah. No, I guess not. Scott, have you ever uh, have you ever tried going vegan? I did try going vegan once and failed after about three months, just because. I could not resist meat. It's terrible. You chuck a burger or a steak in front of me with some pepper sauce, and I was like, num, 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 that was it. Everything that I'd read was forgotten. But um, I wanted to ask Mike if he was a vivid dreamer, because the reason I wanted to go vegan is because I read that um, a lack of meat in your diet helps you to you know, have function in that part of the brain or whatever it, the science is. Yeah, it certainly does. I, I would love to have my dreams uh, to be able to record them because they're, they're fantastic. Um, yeah. Take me to lots of weird places. And uh, so I've, I've had many, many dreams that have actually uh, come come true. So they've been uh, fortuitous. What ones, what ones came true? Um, I've certainly seen uh, all my children born before, long before they were even around. That's crazy. Um, wow. That, yeah, I mean, there's some other things as well where you know people die, which is not not very nice. But um, that you know, there's lots of uh, yeah, lots lots of dreams. The, the best one I ever had was a, a, I had a dream about a racehorse when I was very young. This was, uh, and I saw the I saw the name come out in the paper the next day. Uh, I saw the race come out, no. and uh, and this horse had won. And uh, I, I actually put a fiver on at the time, which was a lot of money. I think it was about fourteen, uh, and it won at nine to one. I always remember that. Yeah. Yeah. What? I'm going yeah. to take your number when we leave. <laughs> Unfortunately, here. It, hasn't, it hasn't happened since. But, <laughs> but that was amazing. Did, I have to. Did you have any dreams about coming on this show? I really hope you didn't, considering they over involved birth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, you might be. I'm happy for you to win money on this show. Leave <laughs> yeah. the other two, please. No, yeah. no, I, I, no. I can't. I, not that I can recall, but you, uh, you know, you, you can't recall them all because if you if you if you wake up with a bit of a start, you you tend to forget. Uh, but there's awesome. Oh, Classics there, yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. I can quite believe it because all the philosophers say no meat in your diet will open up that ability, you know, like intuition, you name it, the, that's, that's, the sort of instinctual no, that's interesting. things of us, that, yeah. That, that could be it, yeah. 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 And uh, and you love dogs as well. Do you, and uh, do you, is it right that you, you test like you test material or you, you test your lines while with your, with your dog? I, I do, yeah. <laughs> uh, if he stays up because he, he tends to uh, uh, like an early night. And uh, so it's not always easy, but I, I do. I, you know, I talk. I talk through everything with my dog. There's not anything that uh, I hide from him, and h- him with me, really. You know, and they'll always be honest. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Have you ever done that, Scott? Um, I think the dog didn't like when I played guitar. Mm. Definitely not. If I whipped the guitar out, she was like, "I'm off." 
She knew. It must have been some frequency she was picking up that luckily my ears don't. It sounded good to me and it was obviously horrible for the dog. Do you know, actually, sorry to interrupt, but that is, uh, my dog doesn't like, but I think it's just because I don't play the guitar very well. This is what's in common here. Yeah, <laughs> don't blame the dog's hearing or anything to do with frequency. The people stay, that's the thing. The, the, the people stay. This is it, yeah, people do. So it's got to be a frequency thing. <laughs> Um, and uh, and so as well, you mentioned it, Mike. You, you act as well. Um, you you played a role where you were a stand-up comedian. What was that like? So you're you're a comedian in, in life as well, and an actor. How do you do that? It's uh, it it sounded really easy because you think uh, you know I should be used to this, but obviously you're still playing a role, and you still got to fit into that uh, that role of the particular comedian. Uh, and this comedian was a bit of an old, um, sort of dried up uh, comedian who liked to sort of take the mickey out of the uh, the, the, the newbies, which um, which is not me at all, you know. Um, so it's yeah, it was it was certainly an interesting one, and uh, it's but uh, it's great to do different roles. It's great to be different people. It's uh, it, it's really fun. Were the other comics you were sorry? Were the other actors you were you were acting with? Sonic comedians themselves? They weren't no. Oh. They, uh, so it was it was all uh, new, new to them. Uh, or how they perceived a stand-up comedian, but um, and as, as and you you a duo the the music you do you play in a duo. Yeah, we used to have a band. We tend to go out mainly as an uh, acoustic duo now. Uh, tough the duo if you're uh, if anyone's interested. But <laughs> I mean, how how do you how do you manage that? So you doing you doing music acting and comedy like your diary. How do you work that because. Actors always talk about how you never know when you're going to get work. No, it's it's really uh, tricky because jobs are coming in all the time or you're put on hold for a job um, which is not confirmed so then another one comes in you think well actually do I take this one because you know uh, I think you have to go on your instincts a lot of the time um, and and also if someone messes you around too long then uh, they, they must understand mm-hmm. that you you know if you if you are any any good you'll be working elsewhere you know okay so this is uh, comedian Mike Kelson with me and a uh, musician Scott Hendry aka Fullmox uh, we're going to hear from Scott about uh, that particular video that he did uh, that's been shared massively it's had nine million views um, from things like the Lad Bible we're going to be talking about him doing that particular video we're going to be having uh, two live songs from him as well um, just in a little bit here on Miskin Radio. So that is produced by Camilla Moose, featuring L Baker. It's called Free. So uh, with me is comedian Mike Kelson and then uh, Scott Hendry, aka Fullmarks. Now Fullmarks, you kind of you, uh, should, should we go Scott or Fullmarks? It's up to you. Let's go Fullmarks because yeah, it's professional. Yeah. When, when we're off air, call me Scott. When we're on air, call me Fullmarks. It makes me feel important. Call you something else, Scott, Mate, You can call me whatever you like. Exactly. To be fair. Well, we can't talk about it on the radio. Yeah. Um, right. So. Okay, so we've got to talk about this video um, of you playing a song called Sex Face. It's been shared on the lad by the Lad Bible now, yeah. over 9 million views. Um, but let's clear something up. Right? It wasn't at a barbecue, which everyone thinks it was. It was not at a barbecue, no. it was. I mean, there was a barbecue there, but that is actually outside the front of a pub. They said it was a family barbecue, so it wasn't a million miles wrong because the pub was owned by my uncle, but that's the only link. So there was a few family members there. They're the ones that are singing along because they've heard the song and they love it. I've got a, I've got some of the uh, the Facebook comments from the Lad <laughs> Bible. Uh, and my, I scrolled down. I think I could, I was, several thousand comments. Um, I found two because they were the only two that I can read out on the <laughs> on the radio. Yeah. Uh, so my first one is from a chap called Jed uh, Jed Byrne, and this was his comment. And that was the last time he was invited to the family barbecue, <laughs> and that was liked over nine thousand times. Okay, but obviously Jed was wrong because clearly it yeah. wasn't a family barbecue. Yeah. But then I like the comment under it. 
was by Scott Alexander Hendry, which, of course, is you. Yeah. <laughs> and you, you comment, the words are all wrong. Ha ha, full marks, send them the proper ones. Because they subtitled it, didn't they? Yeah. And they got them wrong. They got them wrong, yeah. How many people noticed that was actually you? A lot of people who have not seen for a while were like, mate, just seen you on Lad Bible. Um, and a lot of people were messaging me to say, Lad Bible have stolen your video, because initially they hadn't credited uh, that it was me. So I obviously had to get onto them. And I just found it funny there's people out there fighting my corner. And yeah, like, well, we know this guy. Uh, yeah, it was, a, it was a buzz to wake up that morning after they'd posted it to the onslaught of messages that I'd got, yeah. I, who videoed it? Um, it was my girlfriend, Ellie. My, well, my fiance Ellie, actually, she is now. Um, just a little over the shoulder. I've spent thousands on some of my music videos and they get like... 50 views yeah. yeah and then you do like one thing on an iPhone <laughs> over the shoulder on an yeah. iPhone and was yeah. like had she Nine been mil. drinking at all like, she'd had a couple so, yeah, of drinks exactly. yeah. so you employ like you employ someone for thousands of pounds to like yeah. do a lovely video yeah. just get someone having a drink whack an <laughs> iPhone, iPhone up out, whack a phone up it's yeah. much easier yeah. so much easier crazy days um, and your cousin sang with you as well. So it was like it was, you know, it's a technically family fair. Your, your cousin sang with you in it. Yeah, Chloe. no, not with me in it, but she was there on the day. Right. Um, also doing a much more PG and uh, mm. family friendly set. Um, yeah. So we've not, we have performed together actually, Chloe and I, once at my Auntie Janet's birthday quite some time ago. We did a little rendition of. Um, but that Kings wasn't made into a lad Bible, Auntie Janet. No, yeah, that wasn't, no, no, right, no, no, there were nothing to do with that. No. Um, but it's been a long while. But she's doing really well, yeah. If you don't know Chloe Page, you should check her out. Well, she was, because obviously, right, so she went on The X Factor. She was on X Factor. Um, so 2015. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the songs you're going to do tonight is called The X Factor. Yeah. Um, and it is, it is one of my favourites of yours. And But it's, it's very scathing of the, of the show, isn't it? You, it is, So yeah. you wrote it before, before obviously yeah, she went on. Yeah, funnily enough, I'd written the song the year before Chloe went on it. But I'd watched it, with the, the, that was the year Fleur East was on it and all that stuff. And I'd had spouts of thinking it was great throughout my life and then realising, oh my God, this is just a big fix and whatnot. So I watched it for this one year and um, was inspired to write the song after it. And that actually became a catalyst for the album. That It, it all kind of tailed off after that. Um, but it's just such a joke. And obviously when Chloe was going on it, she she she's not daft. She knows what she's doing, and it's massively helped her for her public profile. And she's she's well got the X factor. She could have won it quite easily, but there's lots of politics involved. Mm. But uh, when the song actually came out, she was on the X factor, so there was an air of uh, of tension. But um, it's all good. She knew that there was nothing inspired by herself. I'm um, I'm not a big fan of of those shows at all. I mean, I, I think they limit talent as opposed to, and it, it, it's it's awkward because a few of my friends have actually been on it, and you've got to support them. But yeah. but yeah, I you don't, don't want I, to. I, nah. <laughs> a little bit of you thinking, yeah, no, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No. And uh, another song as well you, you, that you're going to perform tonight. Um, that was after lo- is it losing a rap battle? Yeah, I lost the rap battle. The first rap battle that I'd ever taken part in, I lost uh, mainly because I lost my bottle. I'd lost my head. I'd forgotten everything that I was supposed to say and started panicking. And that's something that I've not really experienced since a young kid at school. Um, you know what it's like. You trying to. I don't know, this, that pressure... That Did it feel like a school exam you. almost? Was it like that yeah, sort of... a little bit. It was like a test of my resolve. I had a bit of a name like and about me and people were expecting me to go in there and really spank the guy, which I would have done if I could have got what I wanted to say out. But um, it was like stage fright. Have you ever had stage fright? Yeah, it's... <sighs> 
it's harsh <laughs> and in that moment it's even harsher because someone's there pointing the finger at you and uh, for my ego it was a big shot to take so Under the Walls which is the song that came about was the first time I'd written anything on a guitar for a couple of years because I was banging to the hip hop and rapping and battling and all that stuff um, but the, the morning after I woke up sat down made my coffee picked up and, <laughs> and wrote the song and it's pretty much stayed in the drawer. I only ever sing it when I come on radio stations just because I, I, I like to sing it um, and I don't get much chance to at the moment or up till late anyway. Um, with, with rap battles, um, so you, essentially rap battles, you're throwing insults at each other, aren't you? Pretty Do much. you have a weird bit at the end? Do you like have a beer with them after? Do you... Do you yeah. say, oh, like, I really liked your insult about my mother? Oh, <laughs> yeah. I, you know, your one about my brother was lovely. Like, how does it, how, what do you do afterwards? There is a bit of backslapping. I know that um, the guys who do it professionally, there is some bad blood amongst certain uh, rappers or certain battlers, much like there is certain football teams. For whatever reason, this one doesn't like that one because mm. of something that happened in history and it works exactly the same. Um, but no, the guys that I've battled with, both of them um, are cool. Like, they, they're rappers from around my way and. Um, we've kind of got friendlier after the battle, if that makes sense. Yeah, so you're probably right. There is a bit of a well done, mate. <laughs> Good this. <laughs> cool. Okay, well, um, it's time for your first song, uh, so I'll, I'll, let, I'll let you introduce it. Right, let me just uh, wet my mouth. Indeed. <laughs> Which is an essential part of this game, Mike would agree. <laughs> yeah, quite agree. <laughs> so the song's called Under the Walls, and as I said, I wrote it the day after um, losing a rap battle. Which is not a nice thing to experience if anyone ever wants to try. I did win the next one. <laughs> okay. Under the walls. I'm resting but ready For those thunderous calls They roll in to set me free From aging slumber I've grown so accustomed to it but it's rain is over I knew it Ah yes I knew it And I spent a lifetime biting my tongue Waiting for the night when the right words come To stand in the limelight and scream my name out again and again Until they know that I'm here Until they know that I'm here yeah. Well, under the surface Ensues a war of sorts And a victor emerges With his head held high Because he threw no bombs and drew no swords I will break 
the bonds to my body, human chains that restrain my light. And I'll set them to flames and stand getting warm by the fire. I've been cold on this long, long night. Yeah, this long, long night where I spent a life. I'm biting my tongue and waiting for the night when the right words come to stand in the limelight and scream my bloody name out again and again until they know that I'm here. Oh, no, 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 until they know that I'm here. Thank you. That is Scott Hendry, aka Full Marks, with his first live song that is Under the Wall. Uh, we're going to now play uh, one of two uh, world exclusives tonight we've got on the show. This first one is from Gigawatt, and then we've got another one from Will Thomas later. And of course, in about four minutes' time, uh, Full Marks is going to be doing his second live song, and you're going to be able to watch that on Facebook Live too. So that is the first of two world exclusives we have on the show tonight. Never been played on a radio station. We were the first. And that is Gigawatts with Never Again. It's made by Alice and Rich. They are from Gravesend. Um, now it's time for Full Marks' uh, second live song. Um, if you want to watch it, go on Facebook. Uh, go on to the Miskin Radio, M-I-S-K-I-N, Miskin Radio uh, Facebook page. And you can watch it live as he does it live. So I will let you introduce it. Thank you very much, Kieran. Um, yeah, so this one's called X Factor. It's about a million words. So if you hear a little pause with the guitars ringing for a sec and someone going, it's me just re-wetting my lips. Um, I should try and fit it within the beat. I'm, I'm all right. And it's been so long since I played this guitar. If there's guitarists listening who've spent hours and weeks learning and getting your grades, then I apologise that I'm sat here playing this rubbish. Um, but here we go. <laughs> Certainly over half my life I have been chasing this one particular dream One particular moment from one particular scene And though it's something I imagined and then fashioned in the chasms of the plasma of my mind I printed it on the side so that the picture show was permanent Wanted to pause it and rewind it Man I was playing it all the time until I grew up Experienced life and its formalities These things are moving quicker where they used to move gradually Naturally a catastrophe came looming up on the horizon It passed as ever so fast and it was the prize I didn't have eyes on what was the cost of me stupidly taking them off Well it seemed that my dream is a wash Was I riding a peak or a trough Had I equal the weakness of people who fall When it seems to them everything's lost Cause simply not giving a toss Had gotten its point across And in the midst of all the madness Yeah the sweet words of my granddad Come back to me that I almost forgot He said son You got the X Factor He told me yours is the voice Our kid you've got talent And he wanted me to sing out only just to make myself believe it so strongly, yeah, yeah, that nobody could ever say, nobody would ever tell me. I ain't got the X Factor, that I ain't got the X Factor, that I ain't got the X Factor, that I ain't got the X Factor. Yeah, I ain't got the X Factor, that I ain't got the X Factor. Well, I ain't got the X-Factor 
and think about it If I didn't, then who was this kid? He's sitting here spitting, hitting strings And opening up his soul when he sings And who put the words on the page For this hairy-headed hobo of a tramp To be performing on stage He looks a mess, nothing on JLS It's not the sort of face that they could present to the press he needs work, they wanted Alexandra Burke I'm like a bloody wildebeest with the hair I flirt East I say, oi, that ugly boy is me So I'm too rough around the edges to be on TV That's why they catch me down my local singing songs for free Songs I wrote my silly self out on my balcony Yeah, songs of life and love and all the light they both encompass Songs that warm you up like you're running in 20 jumpers And there's a million more in my head Like my sweet grandfather once said When he was like, son you got the X Factor He said yours is the voice Our kid you got talent And he wanted me to sing out Only just to make myself believe it So strongly yeah, That nobody could ever say Nobody would ever tell me I ain't got the X Factor That I ain't got the X Factor that I ain't got the X Factor That I ain't got the X Factor Yeah, I ain't got the X Factor No, I ain't got the X Factor Yeah, I ain't got the X Factor Quick sip for some water Because this verse is mental and now the cold heart of the truth is I could rain a fire in the booth. I sent my take to BBC, but me, they wouldn't introduce. I must have had eight automated messages saying thanks, we listened, but obviously weren't impressed with it. Either that or somebody took my take to Taiwan and they started selling it. I really can't be dealing with the stress of it. You see, I'm the king of the hooks. Talent's not written in books and it's nothing they can judge on looks. So what the hell's wrong with a world where all these men and women despair over what one person wears or how they're styling their hair? Don't they know voting for sympathy ain't making it fair and how much tragedy they suffer dictates how much you care but what is worse is all your people won't be told that Simon Cowell found the formula for faking soul and all them shiny hearts your lover only painted gold Simon says to cast your bed and you get straight involved well don't be getting upset because every one of us fell for it the geezer's making money for the hell of it he don't want no artists with their own ideas or vision for progress he wants an army of puppets all accept all the no's and yeses so do I have the factor X well I guess that just depends on Upon your definition I only sold 200 records Got no international recognition But now you can't deny Their hairs on your neck When they stand up to listen And I ain't got the X Factor Yeah, I ain't got the X Factor Saying I ain't got the X Factor No, I ain't got the X Factor Tell me I ain't got the X Factor Say I ain't got the X Factor I'll say I don't need the X Factor that is Scott Hendry doing X Factor. Oh, we're just uh, looking at Facebook now. We've got people uh, coming in like uh, Robin says, incredible voice. Scott says, minted. Cathy, uh, well done, Scott. We are so proud of you. Thank you. Um, so loads of people loving that uh, awesome. on Facebook. We're going to be hearing more uh, from Scott, aka Formats, and of course our comedian in studio, Mike Kelson, um, after this here on Miskin Radio. So that is William Thomas. It's a world exclusive for us uh, here at Miskin Radio on the Kieran Paul session. It's called Magnolia in Spring. Um, and that's available to download now. Uh, now we're going to talk about my favourite part of the show, which is this. Worst jobby wobby, worst jobby wobby, worst, worst, worst. Worst jobby wobby, worst jobby wobby, worst. Now we call it worst jobby wobby. I 
course, didn't realise that in Scotland, uh, jobby means something is highly else. But we won't be talking <laughs> yeah, about that. Uh, we're, we're talking <laughs> about employment. Uh, so, I'm gonna, uh, so one of the two things that you've both done, because um, so actors, comedians, and musicians tend to do really strange jobs, like while doing while yeah. doing the work to kind of get the gigs. Um, you've yeah. both been removal men. What was the weirdest thing you had to like move out? Well, I, I just found it really hard work. It was all this really heavy stuff. I mean, I'm not, I'm not a bodybuilder, yeah. and uh, that's why I only lasted a day in there. I, don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I ended up actually doing it for about two years, and I looked like Skeletor by the end of it because just no sleep, bad nutrition, living on the road, it's horrible. It really is. And I once had the unfortunate mishap of... Packing a lady's drawers, we used to do export packing. So we'd pack all the stuff up, all in bubble wrap, chuck it in boxes on containers and send it to New Zealand or wherever. And um, I'd packed up a lady's drawers to have her come in and say, oh, have you been through these drawers? I said, oh, yeah, they're all over here in this box. At which point she broke down in tears and began to tell me that her dad's ashes were in the box. Now, I remembered seeing a polythene bag full of, like, well, what was obviously ash, but I could, it was indescribable at the time. And... Uh, after feeling really guilty and giving it back to her, thinking, oh, I've really made a boo-boo, I've made the customer cry, I thought to myself, why would you put your dad's ashes in a polythene bag in a drawer that also had underwear, old pictures and, like, stuff that looks like you've thrown away? It was like the man drawer. Mike, any ashes? No, like... Uh, not that I remember, no. <laughs> they would have been a bit lighter, I think, actually. Um, <laughs> yeah. I like the phone shop thing you did as well. Yeah, one of, one of the other uh, jobs that I did for a, for a day um, was working in a phone shop, um, I don't know why, but the, someone offered me this job, and I thought, yeah, I, I, I can do that. Uh, then I thought, actually, I don't really know a lot about phones. It was when the phones were just starting out, <laughs> mobile phones. And uh, I didn't have a clue, and they were coming out with all these terms and everything. And I, I was like, oh, I'll try and bluff it. And unfortunately, it was, it was a shop that had hardly any customers. So, you know, halfway through the day, I was saying, get, I'm getting away with this. Uh, and then uh, all of a sudden, uh, Shane from Westlife appears, the, the only customer. <laughs> did, he, did, he, <laughs> did he come up from a chair? Did he sit on a chair and then slowly like get up like Westlife <laughs> always did? Were there chairs in this phone shop? Please say there were. I should have checked, shouldn't I? Because <laughs> like, he walks in and you go, right, take a seat, sir. He goes and sits down and then like gradually as the chorus comes up, he rises <laughs> yeah. and then comes to you. The, the, the funny thing about it was he, he must have been the only person who knew less about phones than I did. And, and he, he comes in, he's like, uh, he goes, uh, my phone, my phone doesn't work. And um, was that an Irish accent? I don't, I'm not sure. <laughs> I'll give you that. I'll and, give you uh, He's been on holiday. And uh, I, I sort of said to him, well, uh, you have to turn it on. <laughs> so he's like, oh, cheers. Thank you. And he was off. Satisfied and it was, customer. yeah, that was it. And that was all that was wrong with his phone. <laughs> you probably got a good review that day. Probably, yeah. But uh, yeah, no, I, I thought, no, I can't do this anymore. Someone, someone's going to come in and uh, call me bluff. So that, that was it. Because, <laughs> um, uh, I mean, do, do you, are you one of those guys, like one of these guys, I, th I tend to do it as well. If someone says, right, I need something doing, you just kind of say, yeah, you just think, oh, like, I've got a bit of free time. I'll do yeah, it definitely. without thinking. And I, I like, like the challenge of trying something, but sometimes yeah. you come unstuck, don't you? you know? Definitely. You've got, to, you've got to do it to learn, though. Exactly, yeah, yeah. I once had a trial at um, Game, the shop Game, um, oh, right. and uh, other shops are available, I believe. Uh, but it was the difference. I had to sell someone the difference between a PS4 
and an Xbox, others are available, and uh, I don't know anything. Like the last game I've played on the PlayStation was a 2005 game. I know nothing Excellent. about it. And I had to go on, I had to do like a trial at the shop. And the manager came up to me and he went, Kieran, I think you should leave. <laughs> so I, had to, I had to go and get back, get my jumper and then just leave. And I've never gone in that shop since. And it's one of my favourite shops. See, I, I, this is why you've not played Xbox since 2005. I always know when, when to quit. I always, I always get that in first. I, I, I don't really think this is a job for me. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, retaliate first. Yeah. And, and, and you've done flooring as well, well uh, Scott. Yeah, uh, still I mean, have to do some flooring yeah. from time to time to pay the bills. And do you have to? So, I mean, what's it like going into people's homes? It's strange. You know what? You never know what you're. It's a box of chocolates. My job. Literally, you never know what you're going to get. Sometimes they're amazing. They make you food, and they can't look. You end up not doing the job because you're chatting to them and talking and having a laugh. And sometimes you just want to hide things that smell under the carpet before you leave. You know what I mean? I've never done it, but you can imagine of smelly stuff that could be slotted into a little. Groove cut in some underlay. You could hide stuff. I never have, but yeah, some of them, mate. Although some of them, it wouldn't make any difference because there's stinks in there anyway. You're not going to get any bookings now. You know yeah, that, I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, hopefully, I won't get any more carpet jobs. I'll be happy. Uh, yeah, I don't do anything when I'm singing. That's it. <laughs> and you, we were talking about dreams earlier, um, Mike. You were saying like you, you sort of prophesize things, um, Scott. When you like, if you, you do, you take inspiration from your dreams into your songwriting. Uh, there is a link with the creativity thing like when I was younger I had nightmares I was always being chased one way or another someone was chasing me and you you get that thing you can never run do you ever get that oh yes you just can't run do you reckon you Bolt gets that I don't know. <laughs> nah, nah, no way. I can't imagine him dreaming <laughs> of being slow. <laughs> he's still beats yeah, everyone. Whoever yeah. monsters chasing him, he dreams of rocket <laughs> ships and stuff, <laughs> yeah. Ferraris. That, that's his thing. But no, I used to dream of getting chased. And one night in my dream, somewhere, some way, I figured out that if I turned sideways and done like a side foot shuffle, I could go really fast. And this was the beginning of then realizing when I was dreaming that I could change things or do you know do certain. Or that, make th- things happen. Yeah, that is fantastic. When you get to that stage where you can actually control the dream. Yeah, you know, you're aware you're in it. brilliant. Uh, yeah, honestly, yeah. I got to the stage where I could create a castle out of ground. I could change the colour of the sky. Like It was mad. And it all just kind of stopped, which is why I started searching for it again and got reading about veganism being linked to the mm. more esoteric uh, functions of our brains. You know what I mean? Um, so to hear that you have never been, not eaten meat since you were young, young, yeah, you, yeah, since yeah. school... Yeah. And now vegan totally makes sense to me that that kind of diet, you know, keeps your brain in that's that kind of function. I'd not even thought about that myself, actually, yeah. but uh, yeah. that could well be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've read a lot of philosophy on the subject, yeah. and it, it. I would never have looked at veganism. I'm, I would have had an argument with you about we used to be hunters. You know what I mean? Look at this. But now uh, all of the science says we're not meat. It is not supposed to be meat. Right. It is. I'm still a. I'm still a hunter. I go and. Track down the falafel at uh, yeah. Sainsbury's, you know. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It's work to be done. Yeah, hey, you should. Next time you go in there, wear a grass yeah. skirt or something. Yeah. So you're scaring you. No, it's just Sunday nights. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you, but do you know, like we, we, in dreams, that um, you can't create people. Like every every person you in a, in a dream you see, and every place you see in a dream you have been to, and you, every face you have seen. In life. Now, that, that's weird. Because, like, if you have a dream where you're in front of loads of people, like hundreds of people, whatever, if you like gig or something, yeah. you, all those faces, you can't, you have to put your friends in that audience. Yeah. That's weird. 
or maybe random faces that you might have seen in a day on a train on a train yeah. or something like that yeah. that's stuck I, in your head yeah. I, have, in, I, have, you I have heard that but I, places it is the one for me because I dream of so many places that I've never been to for, you know foreign places that I've possibly could never have seen unless it's i've seen it on tv and, and for a fraction and it's stuck in, yeah. i don't know but yeah it's 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 really that i dream of being anywhere i know it's it's odd yeah and what um what's the what's for you Scott? what's like the easiest thing that inspires you what's like the does it does it have to be quite a complicated process to inspire you <sighs> oh man sometimes i could just be driving along walking along doing anything and i'll get a whole song hit me in the head like worst enemy i don't know if you've heard or any of it if you're on my youtube you'll see that it's on there and another track that's on my soundcloud called beat and back these are two just to call to example where the, literally the music and the chorus like the catchy element just went as if it wasn't actually mine someone's gone yeah do that and it's bang there so it's, creativity is a weird thing that I enjoy experiencing because it works in all different ways. Some days, you you know, I try not to force it because when you do force it, it rarely works and it, it annoys you. The the result is you're you're sort of vexed by it rather than g'd up by it. But um, I do, I do the same with jokes. I mean, if I, I think of something that I think is really funny when I'm out, I, I desperately need to write it down quick mm. before I forget it, <laughs> and uh, I end up with all these little bits of. Paper everywhere. And do you ever do it at night where like you write, you write, I've got, I, myself, like I've got a whiteboard by my bed and I write something down in the night because I think it's the cleverest, funniest thing I've ever heard of. <laughs> and I wake up and I can read it. Like my right, it's illegible, but I'm like, what how is that funny? <laughs> how, what, why was that funny? <laughs> yeah. And it's just not funny. No context. It's about one yeah. out of ten of those is actually good. I normally find that once I've given it to the audience. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, go, you actually go out of the whiteboard, right? So I came up with that at 2.30 a.m. and then I dreamt about him dying and then him giving birth. Uh, okay, so this is... Um, this is uh, Mike Kelson and uh, uh, Scott Hendry, a.k.a. Uh, Full Marks, uh, in studio at the moment. Uh, we've got a new song uh, to play now, and it's from Moon Taurus, and it's called The White Lie. The gateway to your community. Miskin Radio. Hello, Kieran here. Thank you for downloading. If you get your podcast on iTunes, don't forget to click the subscribe button so you get a free podcast delivered to you every Thursday of our best bits from that week's show. And also, on iTunes, do leave a review as well. We love those. And on Facebook, there's loads of video content you can watch as well. Just search the Kieran Paul Sessions. Bye-bye.